I would uh, definitely sell out for Taco Bell. <laughs> Live Moss. You really would. Yeah. <laughs> Live Moss, motherfucker. Uh, you know, it sucks how much we actually go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I go to it a lot. Yeah. Even when I'm staffing, you're just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. I'll pick up some Nachos Bel Grande. And or what else do you go for? Uh, crunch wrap. Yeah. I'm feeling a crunch wrap. I'm feeling. I don't know how okay it is because you just said it. I don't. (laughs) I want to talk about it. Okay. Oh man. Anyway, guys, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> Tyler's disappointed in his choices. <laughs> if anybody from Taco Bell listens to this, please show it to like a higher up and be like, sponsor this man. Oh, absolutely. Because like... <laughs> I need help. He legitimately eats Taco Bell so often. And come on, he's a gamer. Yeah. Like... Baja bless. You know, you know what he got for a Christmas gift? Not yet, but he got himself a Taco Bell ugly sweater. I did. And for Christmas, he is going to wear that (laughs) ugly ass thing and his fire sauce socks. Yeah. To Christmas. And I will take a picture and I will post it on the Twitter when that happens. I'm going to post it on my own Instagram and just say, Live Moss Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag please sponsor me. Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag forever sponsor us. Okay. Also, it's ironic because I am Mexican. (laughs) How much you love Taco Bell. (laughs) I'm a white guy. I I, I have simple tastes. (laughs) Except in your women, apparently. Yeah, no. I'm complicated as fuck. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. as you can tell, we're in a pretty okay mood. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, but we both in a are. great mood. We actually had a pretty decent Thanksgiving. Um, I got ham we, yeah, and rice. Yeah, my That's... mom's arroz con gandules because I'm also Puerto Rican. And... <laughs> You're learning about nine nationalities. And I am white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spicy. Anyway. Oh, that was cringy. Uh, so we had a pretty good Thanksgiving. Uh, got to see my family and we were safely distanced. In a garage. In a garage. That yeah. was fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it worked out. Had my hobo gloves. Yep. You were cozy as ever. For the most part. And then my feet were just like, hey. You're, you're kind of cold. And I'm like, I am cold. <laughs> uh, actually, this episode also comes out first Friday of December. Oh, so we're in Christmas season. And Getting first that. Friday of December is my niece's birthday. Oh, it's and, happy Harley's, birthday. and Harley's birthday. Happy birthday, Harley and Viv. Woo! In that order. Yeah. So, yay. Um, I guess this also starts our Christmas season. <laughs> oh, God. I have no Christmas games. Are there Christmas games? I I don't think they exist. There is one on the phone, but it's very simple. Oh. Yeah, you're Santa and you're just like, it's kind of one of those Flappy Bird type games. 
Oh. Where you just hold down the finger and he goes one way and then you let no. go and he goes the other way. Yeah, I know what Flappy Bird is. I used to play it. Yeah. Religiously. Uh, Amen. What? You said religiously, so I just, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, I guess I'll get started. Yeah, please do. We've, uh, we've talked nonsense for a good five minutes. I mean, that doesn't hurt. Five minutes. Five. <laughs> <laughs> absolute nonsense we're recording on a sunday which never happens except it happens a lot it never happens during the actual day true we usually <laughs> go on a sunday usually wait until i'm home from a shift and then i'm out of it and then we're loopy and but then... she didn't leave me today or yesterday so we're good well i'm going to leave him today <laughs> <laughs> i have practice okay it was my hyperventilating noise anyway did you like it no. <laughs> anyway, so this is uh, Beastly by Alex Flynn. Shout out to uh, Flynn. To Flynn Rider, I guess. Uh, so Me. <laughs> Tyler. Um, so I really like this book already. I'm going to tell you that now. But it's, it's, it's a remake of a classic fairy tale, which you should understand by now in okay. the name beastly okay oh yeah no i did not catch that not gonna lie clickety click uh so the book begins with an aol chat room oh fuck off <laughs> just already this wasn't any normal chat room of course it this wasn't. was one specifically for cursed individuals <gasps> in there you would find mr anderson who mr. created anderson. this room. okay hans christian anderson who wrote beauty and the beast mm. come on i just thought uh, uh Froggy, the prince who turned into a frog, Silent Maid, a mermaid, just a little one, that was debating on giving up her voice for the sailor she loved, Grizzly Guy, a bear that seems to be into two girls, and finally, Beast NYC, a kid who t was turned into a beast by pissing off a witch. Okay. Yep. So they have gathered to tell their story, starting with our beast. So the story begins at school, where he explains that Kyle Kingsbury... As Kyle Kingsbury, he was the most popular and good-looking one at school. They were in class voting for the ninth grade dance prince, and he was bound to win, and everyone knew it. So he was talking to his best friend, Trey, and reliving the fact that his father, uh, that him at a young age <laughs> told him at a young age that <laughs> looks are all that mattered when an extremely ugly goth chick with lime green hair stood up and called this whole process absolutely disgusting okay gross goth chick mm -hmm. that was like with lime green hair mm -hmm. that was like my aesthetic no that's like who i was into in high school <laughs> i was just like goth girl yeah, and he's marrying one. It is yeah. what it is. Anyway, I'm not going to say it, but I really want to. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she's upset with me. Every time. So Kyle, of course, <laughs> had to give his input that she was disgusting and maybe she should change that when she st stared him down and called him beastly. That's when she stared him down and called him beastly. Oh, drop name drop. Oh. <laughs> of this book. <laughs> So he felt like tingling in his arms when she said that, but he just like brushed it off. Ah, testosterone. No. Because he's in ninth grade, high school. Yeah. Yeah, ninth. He's a freshman. 
Yeah, exactly. Tingling Flash. in his arms. Jesus. Um, so the school day continued, and he couldn't seem to shake off this feeling that she gave him, and he decided that Kendra, the witch that he decided, you know, the witch he decided her to be, uh, was no different than any other girl in the school that wanted to fit in. So during gym class, he decided to ask her to the dance. She said yes, and he was like, of course she wanted to go. <laughs> so he goes home, gets a text from his actual girlfriend, who is freaking out about Kendra spreading the word about him asking her to the dance. And he did some damage control, and he tried to look up Kendra in the school book, only to find that she doesn't exist anywhere. So he then watches TV, and his father comes home to ignore his son and talk about himself. Uh, what do you expect from a news anchor that's super popular? Good evening. Yes. Does he talk like this? I, I'd imagine. My family, it is me, and uh, in the upcoming What Happened in My Day, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler would make a really good news anchor. Thank you. So he actually went on about how his co-anchor got fired, not for doing her job poorly, though that was the official reason, but because she couldn't lose the last 20 pounds of baby weight that she had. In his dad's opinion, she should have just never had a baby, so she would have stayed fit. He's a twat. I'm an angry boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I was just like, oh god, hmm. I forgot how horribly cringy he yeah, was. Yeah, he's a dick. He is a dick. He's a wad of dicks right there. <laughs> but then their conversation was cut short by his dad grabbing his food and closing himself off from Kyle entirely. Nice. Good, so, good father right there. Great dad. Father of the year, yep. even. <laughs> so the day of the dance comes quickly after a conversation from Kendra and Sloane. That's his girlfriend. It's a terrible name. I'm sorry. If your name is Sloane and you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Your parents were awful to you. Um, <laughs> Sloan sounds like a terrible name. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you couldn't think of anything else but student loans. Anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, <no>. so <laughs> after a conversation from Kendra and Sloan the day before, uh, Kendra wanted a white rose and Sloan wanted a purple orchid to match her extremely tight little black dress. Ugh. You're in ninth grade, honey. Yeah. His maid, however, got the rose. He threw a tantrum and actually said some pretty harsh things to her. Then she calmly was like, I pity you for being so vain. So he threw the rose, but picked it up with a petal falling off. So he pocketed it, <gasps> then left with the rose in hand. It's almost like Beauty and the Beast. Foreshadowing. <gasps> <gasps> So needless to say, Sloane, being the bougie brat that she was, also threw a fit, bougie. causing another petal to fall off the rose, oh. which he also pocketed. So they arrive, and Sloane is busy gathering with 50 of her closest friends that she hadn't seen for all of one day, when Kyle decided to give the rose to an unsuspecting ticket taker. Sh ticket. I, I think I said ticker taker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the things from uh, Gears of War, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Tick, 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 tick. Anyway, so she was essentially a nobody to him, but she appreciated the gesture. After she initially believed he was playing a prank of, on her, of course. Mm -hmm. Poor girl. Like, I, I, a gesture of kindness, like, should not be seen as a prank. And I hate people who makes you question if they're, they're being in, genuinely yeah. nice to you or not. Hey, if you're that person, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> And if you did it in the past and feel bad about it now, good. Yeah. 
I was that I kid. Ho- I hope that person never forgives you. Yeah, I was the Damn. kid. Damn. I was the kid who got that treatment. And I hated and I didn't understand. And I... Ugh. I just got... Fuck those people. I got told you a lot, so that's... I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's fine. So, the show began. Mm-hmm. Kyle saw Kendra. Uh, he called Sloane over and they did the obvious thing. They tried to humiliate her. Humiliate her. Mm-hmm. Which didn't work. She actually didn't flinch or cry. Uh, she knew he was going to do it anyways, but she announced that she wished he hadn't made her decision so easy. When he's like, what do you mean? She's like, you'll see. Ooh, then left. I like that. So those two little words held in his mind the rest of the night, distracted him while he danced, drank, and did whatever typical things happen after dances, like underage drinking and sex with the wrong people. Um, then Kyle went home. Is that normal for underage people? Evidently. Okay. Apparently, that's what happens during school's da- school dances. But what I end up doing is going with a group of friends or not going at all and just going to Kung Fu movie night. I got dumped a week before homecoming dance. Oh, God. And then my buddy who broke his arm went, hey, I'm not going. You want to come over and play games? That's what we did at homecoming. See, and I got a $300 dress that I still own and fit into. And so Jessica... Yep, because yeah. it's a red long dress. And we went to Kung Fu Movie Night all dolled up <laughs> instead because I didn't give a shit. Fuck yeah. I didn't want to go to actual dance. Anyway. I went to a homecoming, like, of course, my senior year. Yeah, well. Uh, anyway, Kyle went yeah. home. Okay. <laughs> but then he, when he made it to his room, he was met by Kendra. <gasps> he, of course, was like, what are you doing here? But <laughs> when she explained herself... <laughs> That he was a horrible person, and he'd used his booty, booty. <laughs> he'd used his beauty to get out of being held responsible for anything at all. She began to transform into her beautiful self. Then, as she explained further all of the cruel things he had done in the name of beauty, she transformed him into what he deserved—a beast. Ooh. Then we get back into the chat room where another week has gone by and they're asking him to continue speaking about himself. And it's like internet group therapy, Mm -hmm. really. Though he really doesn't want to talk about himself, they push him to keep going even though he's acting like a brat. Anyway, (laughs) naturally, after the transformation, he attacked Kendra. He actually cut her pretty bad with his claws too, but she magically mended and was like, yeah, you can't kill me, I'll just reform into something else oh i will say though that your kind gesture of gifting the rose to the girl at the dance gave him one little hope two petals in his pockets signified two years that he had to find someone to break his spell and he was like yeah right like someone capable of is like capable of loving me like this change me back she's like nope and got the hell out of there (laughs) nice um two days had gone by and his father finally demanded to see him uh, boy, did he ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. He thought Kyle had been killed at first, but after some convincing, his dad understood. He promised to get his son looking back to normal, then left for the day. Then Kyle decided to take a chance to see if Sloane would truly love him enough to change him back. Yeah, that actually ended up with him being getting beaten up and called a loser. And she started to run out of the apartment, child... Uh, child kyle chasing after and her being grossed out ending with her promising not to say anything to anyone and to call her when he's better looking again yeah nice that's kind of obvious yeah so over the next few weeks kyle and his dad spent most of the time 
well, the most time they've ever spent together mm-hmm. and went to as many doctors that his dad could get his hands on, all of which told him the same thing. Sorry, kid. Learn to live with it. Get counseling. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we literally cannot do anything for you. Nice. So he flopped on his bed only to find a mirror under his pillow. <gasps> he was about to smash it when Kendra was like, no, maybe I was a bit too harsh. And let me give you this tool. Hence the mirror. Okay. Uh, he definitely used it to spy on people. <laughs> his old friends and people he's never met at a school, but one caught his eye. Her name was Linda, and she was the recipient of the rose that bought him some time. He didn't know why he kept going back to her, but he was fascinated with her love of books and how she was able to escape into them. <gasps> it's me. So, <laughs> I was the beauty all along. It's me. <laughs> That makes him a beast. Anyway, that ruined. Rawr. <laughs> Rawr. Yes. So that was ruined one day by her heroin addicted father. He smacked her around for throwing away his stash, then ran. He wanted to go to her as she ran for the subway and finally cried. Yeah, it's kind of shitty, man. Yeah, you don't say. Uh, So time went by and he announced to his chat room that he's being moved out of his apartment, but he doesn't know where. Um, He later finds out that his dad bought a house in Brooklyn that was capable of hiding him from the world. But here's the thing. His dad wasn't moving in. No. Yeah. Um, He basically bought this house to hide him from the world and himself, only leaving their maid, Magda, with him. Ah. So he demanded to call his dad after snapping her, then apologizing that it wasn't her fault. So he had some demands. The first being a computer so he can keep up with the world around him. Mm-hmm. Then he asked for a tutor. Last, he asked for his dad to never come visit. Ever. That's fair. All yeah. of which he easily agreed to. Yeah, of course, because he's a dude. His dad doesn't give a shit. His dad's a dude. He's just like, you're ugly. Mm. So the very next day, uh, he had his tutor who happened to be blind. Fuck, okay. Yeah, so Kyle was very honest with him from the beginning, which nearly drove Will away, that's his name. Uh, but after some explaining and allowing him, like, to feel his fur-covered arm, he mm-hmm. understood. This isn't a joke, he's actually a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, they did, however, bond over his father's credit card over the next week. Nice. Yeah, his father gave him, like a shit ton of money offered to pay off his student loan debts Mm -hmm. and then it was like here's a credit card with no limit cool what like to apologize real quick if you guys are hearing any buzzing in the background like somebody turned on their fan nearby really oh yeah yeah i hear it sorry guys yeah our neighbors are assholes they woke us up at four o'clock in the morning on thanksgiving day yeah so yeah i hate them anyway (laughs) Uh, when they, when Will had an appointment one day, I'm sorry, uh, Kyle decided to go on MySpace to find a woman to fall in love with. Mm. Thanks to his mirror, he was saved from horrific encounters of people pretending to be 18 to 20 year old women. Mm. Then when all was said and done, he was, he found Will in the backyard with a plethora of roses he decided to plant. 
partly because Will missed his grandmother's rose garden, but mostly because Magda was worried about Kyle being stuck inside so long. Mm -hmm. So Kyle decided to do something a little crazy and stake out a former friend's annual party. (gasps) However, he learned while overheating, overhearing his former best friend, that they hated him even when he was pretty. Mm. So Kendra was right. He was truly ugly inside. Damn. Yeah. Doesn't that suck? So the next day, he went right back to fishing on MySpace, only to be interrupted by Kendra explaining that this doesn't work. (laughs) Not just because his image wasn't the same, but the profile was filled with lies. So he grew angry, but she she was right. Yeah. He was like, ah, fuck. All right. So, naturally, he did what every teenager going through a depressing time did. He became nocturnal and changed his name to Adrian. Adrian. Which means dark one. Oh. Which is even a little much for me. <laughs> my name's Adrian because it means dark one. Oh, my pair comes from my wolf shirt. Hey, at least when I changed my name, I just went with my middle name. True. <laughs> it's not that far off. <laughs> So after some sulking time, Will came into Adrian's room to comfort him. Uh, They don't have a tutoring relationship anymore, and he hasn't bathed in a while, which you can't imagine, like, how gross your dog would smell if they don't bathe for a while. So imagine a teenage boy with fur. Mm. No thanks. Pass. (laughs) Hard pass. Yes. Hard pass. Um, So uh, he was like, it's even obvious to Will, and... Adrian agreed that they will start back up on their session so that Will won't feel like he's just living off of his dad's money for nothing. Mm-hmm. Just not that day. The next day. Yeah. So he kept to his promise, which meant that he only had one more night to be able to go out and enjoy himself. He'd been, like, sneaking out and covering himself up because it was cold enough, too. Mm-hmm. Also, people thought he was homeless. So. Oh, because all the hair. Yeah, well, it's not even the hair. They oh. can't see it. It was warm out when he started sneaking out. Uh. And he was covering himself with, like, a coat. Mm-hmm. And people assumed in New York that he was homeless. Homeless, yeah. So they were never looked at him. Uh... The good news is that it was Halloween, and he could just go out without any of his face coverings and just be, like, himself. So he ended up finding his way in front of another school stance where a girl who was essentially Dorothy from Wizard of Oz with pink hair had made a connection with him. Downside is, it didn't end well. Uh, They danced together, and she tried to take off what she thought was a mask. Um, He tried to push her away, but he ended up breaking her arm instead. Oh, okay. Oops. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he literally was like, no, don't touch it. And she, he, he just went crack. Oh. Hey. Yikes. Yep. <laughs> Big ol' yikes. Yep. So seven months go by since this incident, and Adrian had been spending his time building a greenhouse and tending to his roses. Uh, they became his life, his friends, and pride and joy, really. Mm-hmm. So Magda did end up telling him that this wasn't living, and she explained a bit about her life. But he decided that he had everything he'd ever needed, and he doesn't need to break the curse. Mm -hmm. He wasn't happy anyway. Uh, Literally, either way his life was, he wasn't happy. (laughs) Kind of sucked. Yeah. However, he decided that he was going to do something kind for the people he was stuck with. So he called Kendra on the mirror and asked that she allow Will to see again, and that Magda was able to visit her family. Thing is... She can't just grant wishes. Mm -hmm. Uh, That makes her a genie, and she would end up like one. However, she agreed that if he could break the spell, she can help out his friends. He felt hopeless. 
But she reminded him that unexpected things happen all the time. Mm-hmm. The next night, Adrian had an unexpected visitor. A man broke into his rose garden, causing Adrian to fly into a rage and threaten this man. Uh, but get this, this guy, a drag addict who was completely willing to tear his... <laughs> to trade his daughter to get his drugs back and not have to be dropped from a fifth-story window for damaging his garden. Sure. Was Linda's father. Yeah, I mean, drug addict kind of nailed that one. (laughs) Yeah. So Adrian kept his license as well and agreed that Linda would be welcomed. So they're trading. Yeah. So he spent the whole next week getting her room perfect, down to new clothes and roses in her room. Mm -hmm. Every single thing was perfect plucked with care to make her comfortable he even gave her her own library so he wanted her to be comfortable and he was like beyond excited Mm -hmm. so the day came that she was to arrive and it went about as well as he thought it would have gone (laughs) fair enough uh linda was hurt abandoned by her father and thinking there was a pervert who kidnapped her and imprisoned her so the next week went about as well as you think it would have too she stayed in her room Refused to come out until one day she managed to run into Adrian while he was watching TV. Oh. Of course, she didn't believe her father when he said he was a literal beast, but seeing him now, she understood. (laughs) Oh. She was like, oh my God, I thought you were just some gross guy. (laughs) Um, So they get to talk and she learns that he's 16, just like she is. Mm. And he isn't a creep, just someone who looks like a beast. Gotcha. Uh, she also agreed to be tutored by Will starting the next morning. Mm-hmm. So she goes to bed and he does a happy dance. <laughs> Around six in the morning, uh, Artisan? Oh. <laughs> All right. He was supposed to say Adrian, but it changed it to Artisan. <laughs> nice. I like that. That's, that's good. Adrian decided he was going to wake up Will and Magda and get ready for their 9 a.m. tutor section, mm-hmm. which went really really well uh she got to see the garden and she loved it then she got into the lesson and uh they seemed to relax mm-hmm. and adrian was extremely happy so fall and winter come and they have become more and more comfortable with one another one night a massive thunderstorm comes through and wakes adrian out of a deep sleep so he goes into the living room to find linda curled up on the couch and cowering mm-hmm. so he joined her and he learned about her being left alone constantly as a kid and how these storms always scared her. So he decided to put on the Princess Bride and make some popcorn. Hey. Great great movie. Great, great movie. And popcorn is wonderful. <laughs> it's a comforting snack. I just like popcorn, man. Now I want some. <laughs> <laughs> so she fell back asleep and he carried her to bed. He finally saying that she trusts she finally said that she trusts he won't hurt her. Mm-hmm. Then, as he left, she mentioned that his voice sounded familiar. Okay. They knew each other. So, he was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) So, the weather got colder and the connection got stronger. When one day, Linda asked to check out the fifth floor. They did, and they found the belongings of a long-since-past celebrity of the 40s. Oh. They find one of her dresses, some records, a few articles uh, explaining what happened to them, not a good fate uh when adrian suggested that she try on the dress she did and he was like you're beautiful hubba hubba (laughs) 
She had like long red hair and it was an emerald green dress. Oh. So it would look like really beautiful on her skin tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had a moment where he offered to teach her to dance mm-hmm. when the record player didn't work. Cute overload. Uh, they <laughs> Then when they separated for the night, he snuck back and grabbed the dress. And now that it smelled like her perfume, he was content. He, was, he just slept next to her dress because he liked how it smelled. Hey. I know. <laughs> Some more time went by, and Adrian learned about her crush on his former self. How his kind gesture meant the world to her, but he knew that Kendra's spell saved her from the humility of thanking him for it on the following Monday. Because he would have been cruel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was then that he decided he needed to set her free. He was falling in love with her, and he couldn't help, like, he couldn't keep her prisoner much longer. Yeah. However, Magda had a better idea. So... He set up a limo to take them out of the city to one of his father's homes that nobody will be around so that they can spend all of winter in essentially a winter wonderland. Mm -hmm. And Linda was so happy because she'd never seen real snow before. Like untouched snow. Oh. Uh, After they got some breakfast and warmer clothes, uh, they went outside to attempt to make a snowman, which only resulted in a snowball fight. Hmm. That's how it should end up. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So they went about their winter fun and Linda finally voiced her concerns about her father. So Adrian did the right thing, brought out the mirror so she could see him. He was struggling when he saw her. Uh, He he saw her concern and she suggested that she go to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's not his prisoner and he wants her to come back of her own accord and she agreed hesitantly then went to their separate rooms for the night Mm -hmm. so she left the next morning and adrian spent a lot of the time watching her through the mirror Mm -hmm. how her life has changed since she left and she lost her scholarship to the private school that they had been going to together so she could only go to the normal school again Mm -hmm. so april came and will asked when they will be going back to the city Adrian was so depressed that he didn't say when. Rather, he just announced that he didn't care. He's stuck regardless. Fair enough. So later that night, he went on to spy. It. He went to spy on Linda again, mm-hmm. and Kendra showed up. He's mm. like, and she's like, "So when are you going back to the city?" <laughs> and he's like, "Look, I don't have a lot of hope right now, and I know that she doesn't love me. She would have been back by now." But Kendra's like. You have to go back to the city and have a little faith in her, please. So he did. He went back and decided to take down the greenhouse, decided he was going to spend his summers in the city and winters in the vacation home. It was the day that things would become permanent. Ooh. Yes. So Will had tried to console him again, but it didn't work again. (laughs) It didn't work again. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he decided to spy on Linda after Will left. When he heard her scream... Oh. He saw she was in danger, and without covering himself up, he ran for her. He ran through the subway, and people, of course, were so freaked out, they tried to push him onto the third rail and kill him. Oh. Yeah. For those that don't know, the third rail is usually... The electrified one. Yeah. Uh, you, If you manage to fall in between a subway track, count the rails and don't touch them. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't run that risk they will one will be highly electrified and you may die yeah don't want you to do that um safety tips safety tips page turners and button mashers 
<laughs> Featuring a firefighter. Um, safety tips with a firefighter. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a weird segment. Um, <laughs> I lost my spot. Because we got distracted by the third rail. Yeah. Anyway, he managed to escape by smashing his magic mirror onto a bystander's head. Then he ran for her purely on instinct. So this guy had a gun to her head and was demanding money. Mm. Adrian had managed to attack him, getting shot in the process. The man collapsed, but Adrian did too. And they spoke, and Linda admitted that she loved him, and he in return said the same. <gasps> he asked her to kiss him, and she did. <gasps> then, rose petals began to swarm around him, changing him back to his former self. Linda, very confused, was like, Kyle, where's Adrian? He's in trouble. But after some convincing, she was like, oh, it is you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So they kissed again, and she asked him to take her back home. Their home. Oh. Yeah. They couldn't quite do that yet. It is Mm -hmm. New York. Yeah. (laughs) So they were warned by media and police, you know, that the man who attacked Linda was swearing that Adrian was the beast, but nobody nobody believed him. In fact, he was taken to prison for having warrants and a gun. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, he wasn't supposed to have either of those things. You're not supposed to have warrants, guys. Yeah. Okay. Don't do not do that. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to have warrants, guys. What the fuck am I? <laughs> I swear, uh, we're a, a group. We're, <laughs> we're a podcast. Welcome. We're a duo. To Page Turners and Button Measures. <laughs> God, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adrian is back to normal, and his father is aware of it. Uh, they go back to the house to find him there, actually. But he was happy to see him normal and with Linda. Unfortunately, uh, his dad's an ass and doesn't make any eye contact with her. Instead, he's just like, Ugh, what is she wearing? You know? Oh. So they both go to find Will, whose eyesight is back to normal. Mm-hmm. And Magda, who isn't there. Instead, he's met by a mirror that has Kendra telling him to meet her on the roof. So they do. Mm-hmm. Turns out... Kendra was Magda the whole time, and since she was so kind to him, he wished her to go home. Mm -hmm. So here she is, getting ready to go home, saying goodbye. She wishes them the best, and she turns into a raven and leaves. Later, their senior year, they get to go back to their private school with some pull from his father. Will even gets to be their English teacher as as he gets to go to grad school to get his Ph.D., Okay. Sloan, of course, thinks he must be crazy for dating a total nobody, but he ignores her. Nice. Forever. Good. Uh, they still do all live together in the Brooklyn home because he wanted to make sure Linda stayed safe and will still live there, of course, because it's a home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the last thing we know is that he had gone back home uh, getting ready for the upcoming dance. When she tries on the, drink, the green dress again, he asks her for the another dance mm-hmm. that's it that's the end. <laughs> end of story it was short sweet and to the point and i like the remake it was good it was cute it was a cute one and i think it was interesting because i forgot how long ago this was made it was mm-hmm. like 2000 well i mean aol was a thing so it was 2009 yeah um so it was like the end of aol uh-huh. and <laughs> We were like 13 in 2008. Yeah, we were. <laughs> oh, God, we're babies. Um, but also old as shit. Yeah, not that old. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 
I'm going to give this an eight because of how cheesy it is. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Rereading some of these things, I'm like, oh my God, I keep forgetting that there's like teenagers doing stupid shit all yeah. the fucking time. And, uh, you know, his whininess got to me and I was like, oh my God, you're being such a little bitch. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, solid eight out of ten because... It's still a really good story, yeah. and it can still hold up to the test of time, even though I know for a fact that their phones were flip phones and yeah. slider phones. And hell yeah. She, he actually referenced a BlackBerry. Yeah, hell yeah. And I was like, oh my god, those existed. I kind of wish they don't, but they do. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool. That's, she said begin and then didn't click anything. So I was just like, huh? And then you just said three, two, one, begin. And then, and then it was like, it. dude, dude, click. So I, oh, well. Sudden um, intro. Yeah. Uh, so, gaming news? Is there any? Well, uh, not really. I just have like a thing that I gotta say. Okay. If you're playing Call of Duty and there's a kid in your game, or you are a child playing Call of Duty, getting shit talked is a rite of passage. It's normal. Yeah, you're gonna. It happened to every child that's played a Call of Duty game. As soon as you talk, everyone's after you. Absolutely. Shit happens. And while I do try and sit there as long as the kid's not obnoxious as shit, because there are some kids that are just fucking great on there. Oh yeah. Yeah, where they're just like, there's somebody on the left side. It's like, okay, buddy. But thank you. Yeah. If you go on, I have this little story. There was a guy on the other team that was calling a kid on the other team mm -hmm. by his full name oh. and saying, uh, I can dox you, DDoS, or DDoS you, mm -hmm. and I can get your profile kicked off. And this was scaring the shit out of the kid. He's like, ah. So the next round, I like checked the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. Went down to the kid's name, clicked it, and he was on Xbox, so I could see his profile. Yeah. And it his name was the first thing that popped up. So he was being an asshole. Yeah. So next round comes up. I, I mentioned this to my teammates who are all super cool. Never met any of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it comes up and he's still talking shit. And I just went, uh, we all just went, hey, kid, don't, don't be freaked out. He just went under your profile and read your name. And the yeah. guy's like... Wow, way to be fucking assholes. And I'm like, you're the fucking asshole. You're the one who's going after a kid. Yeah, like, and he's like, I'm going to dox you. And I went, do it, <laughs> bitch. Go for it. Yeah. I, I dare you to try. Yeah, so if you're g doing that sort of thing to people, fuck you. Especially kids. Especially man. kids. Because kids don't deserve that like, shit. Like, I've experienced it before. It's like, oh, I found your IP address. And it's like, No. Like, that shit happens. Oh, yeah. But don't be that guy. No. Just talk shit to the kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all you got to do. But that kid played a few more rounds with him. Pretty chill kid. Oh. Yeah. So, that was my, like, little rant slash announcement. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Especially to children. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, my game for the week, Burnout Paradise. Ooh. Yeah, the release date of this game was January 22nd, 2008. Oh. And it was remastered on November 22nd, 2016. Wait a minute, did we both have something from 2008? Did we? Well, this, uh, how I, when I played this, like, to re uh, refresh my memory, 2016 remastered version of it. 
Yeah, the book's from 2008. Cool. (laughs) So, the genre of this game is open-world racing. Okay. Yeah, so not your typical racing game. The developer is Criterion Games. They made, like, all of the Burnout games. Okay. And the publisher is Electronic Arts or EA. Oh, all right. Yeah, so pretty big. (laughs) Get in the game. Get in the game. Uh, yeah so the game description does come from the fandom site which we will of course put into the source or the show notes because plagiarism is bad i went to school for this don't fucking plagiarize shit this is why i don't tell you the full story or read it to you yeah that's plagiarism yeah (laughs) because plagiarism is bad and you can actually get sued for a lot of money. So I'm broke. Don't do that. Yeah. So Burnout Paradise, formerly known as Burnout 5, is the sixth game in the Burnout series. Sixth? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was released in January 2008 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox One. Or Xbox 360, sorry. It is the first Burnout game to feature a seamless open world city with no loading times or online lobbies entering uh, multiplayer freeburn sessions. Okay. And is the first Burnout game to be released on the PC. Nice. To my knowledge, this was the last Burnout game that was released. Uh, I think. Because <laughs> I don't think another one was released after this. Okay. So this was kind of their end all. And it uh, it takes place in the fictional city called uh, Paradise City. So Take Burnout Paradise. Which is the main song for the game. Of course it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the basis of the game. This game has zero story. None. No, no cutscenes. <laughs> nothing. You're just in it. So, the basis of this game is to complete compete in multiple events, which I will of course explain shortly, in order to get marks on your burnout license, in order to eventually unlock your full burnout license. Okay. Which is called the I believe it's called a burnout elite license okie dokie and uh think learner's permit but with multiple tiers so you start out like at a d tier and then you go c b a and then elite so okay yeah uh and then you become the one of the burnout elite note as you level the license up uh the events that you've played in become more and more difficult to complete of course as it should be right i mean yeah and when you level up your license, uh, when you level up your license to the next tier, all previous events are wiped, and you can compete in them again in order to get more marks on your license. Okay. So, uh, say you do a race or a few races. Mm-hmm. Once you get that level up to that uh, to the next tier on your burnout license, mm-hmm. those will be wiped clear, and you can go back to those races and do them again to get more marks on your license. All right. Yeah, I think to get the first like tier, it's like three wins, so it's it's not big at all. So, no. Yeah, but it increases exponentially after that. So easy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so before I explain what different events there are, I feel the absolute necessity to uh, talk about one of the most important mechanics in the game besides driving, of course, mm-hmm. and that is takedowns. Takedowns are literally crashing other racers, just bam, into a wall or a car (laughs) or anything, really. Okay. And this becomes important in a few different game modes, but also helps you get boosts for certain vehicles. All right. So there are, of course, different types of takedowns where uh, one where you just, you know, hit the car and it goes flying into a wall. Takedown. Yeah. There's also a, I believe it's called a crushing takedown, where you jump and land on them. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that takes him down. There's the T-Bone takedown, which T-Bone. Uh, yes. Van takedown, which is my favorite to call because you just push it into a van. Okay. Because there are quote-unquote civilian vehicles that are driving like the normal speed limits and shit. If you run into these while you're racing, you're fucked. <laughs> like you're, oh, no. you're getting hurt. So um, there are no people in this game. It's just cars. So, oh. and it's crazy because when your car gets damaged, sometimes like the the doors fall off, and there's no driver. So <laughs> it's just sentient vehicles driving. Oh no, the cars but, universe has become real. Yeah, and it's deadly. We're gonna die. But. <laughs> But there's also the grinding takedown, which is if you're up against a car that's up against a wall and you're just pushing it, so grinding it up against the rail, yeah. that'll take it down as well. Oh, okay. That's so, yeah, works. there's a lot of different variations of takedowns that you can do, all fun. Okay. Yeah, and as you, like, take out more and more, it'll go, takedown, two in a row, three in a row, frenzy! Like, it just keeps, <laughs> like, take frenzy! out take out rampage! <laughs> Nothing is said, but... Um, it's, it's just, you know, it pops up in text, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Oh so, <laughs> the different types of events to play. Mm -hmm. There are five major events that you will experience throughout your time playing this game. The first is race. Very simple. You will have to race against other cars, usually eight, but there are some races where it's one v one. And, um, to one of eight main locations around the map in any way you can get there so there are no direct ways to get to these places if you know the fastest route to get to a place uh -huh. take that route oh, okay the, like that's just what it is there's no like block offs or anything it's just constant street racing get there yeah okay as you're coming up to a specific road mm -hmm. the uh like on the top of your screen it'll show you what road you're on yes by like a street sign that like it looks like a street sign uh -huh. and as you're continuing and coming closer one will like fade in right next to it and that's saying what road is coming up to the like right or left okay and if that's what the game says is the fastest it'll start to blink so you'll want to turn that way okay. so it kind of gives you direction that way but like, you don't have to take that way. It doesn't need to happen. Yeah, so if you're just like, oh, if I just take a left here instead of going straight all this way down and then take a right, there's a huge straightaway that I can just get in front of everybody. Okay, cool. Do that, yeah. So uh, that's that's the race. Next is my absolute favorite, which is called Road Rage. I mean, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know it. So I like Road Rage <laughs> when so I'm not a part of it. Exactly. So, all you do here is take down other races to get to a target number of takedowns before either the time runs out or you are totaled. Oh. Yeah. So, it's a lot of fun. And you're just driving and you're wrecking cars by taking them down. That's fun enough. That's all it is. They are also trying to take you down, so. Hard pass. And there's no set, like, where you're supposed to, like, go. Just mm -hmm. drive around Paradise trying to get takedowns. So that's all it is. Okay. Yeah. So, pretty straightforward, but as I said, the uh, ways to complete them get more and more challenging. Mm -hmm. So, with Road Rage, start out, it's like, oh, get three get three takedowns. Where I'm at now, it's like, get 21 takedowns before the time ends. It's like, fuck! That's so, so many. Yeah, so it, it gets up there. Uh, let's see. So, the next one is my least favorite, which is Stunt Run. 
Okay. Which is exactly as it sounds. You have to get to the target score or target number of points by doing tricks with your car, like barrel rolls, flat spins, etc. Mm-hmm. Just fucking sucks because I have no clue how to do this shit. <laughs> I, I've never been good at it, and there's things You're online. Just like, eh, never mind. Yeah, and there's things online Angle that are happened. like, this is the best way to get a million points in like two seconds, and I'm just like, eh, I don't, I can't spin. <laughs> Stop it. I don't so, understand. Yeah, so it's ugh, it's my least favorite. It's ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Next up is marked man. Okay. Which is like race. And Road Rage combined. All right. You must uh, make it to one of the eight previously designated locations Mm -hmm. before the supercharged muscle muscle cars following you total your car. Muscle cars. Yeah. So there are these just full-on blacked-out muscle cars racing after you trying to take you down. Oh, shit. Sure, you can try and take them down, but they just keep coming back. I don't like that. So you have a select, like, number of takedowns before you're totaled. And, yeah. So what I suggest is either getting a fast-as-fuck car and taking as many shortcuts as you can where you're not on the main road, or get a big, beefy car and just push them out of your way. (laughs) Beefy cars are always the best. Yeah, in my opinion, that's the best route to go. Because at one point, you get a, a pickup truck. That's, like, lifted. And it's one of the strongest vehicles in the game. You just, like... (laughs) They they run up to you, they hit you, and they bounce off of you, so... I just think it's funny how, one, when you were describing it, your hand was shaking. Yeah. Like, big, beefy... Truck. And then you're just, like... And it bounces off of you. Yeah. (laughs) They just... (laughs) You know? They make a weird ping noise. Uh... (laughs) And finally, the major one is a burning route or burning route, whichever okay. you prefer to. Route, yeah. route, rudder. So this has to be done by a specific vehicle. Each vehicle has its own burning route. Okay. And uh, these you have to make it to one of the eight locations. That's kind of the major thing with races in this game. I mean, I'd imagine so. Yeah. And if uh, you have to do that before the time is up. And if you do that, you get an upgraded version of that vehicle. Oh. I will say the upgraded version does not have a burning route. So just, yeah, you only have to do it once per, like, vehicle. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And these do give you marks on license, but when you do tear up, you don't get the, uh, what's it called? You don't, they don't get wiped when you get a new license. Okay. So these are one and done sort of thing. That's nice. Yeah, and they're usually extremely stressful because it's like, get to the Waterside Plaza in a minute and a half. And it's like, a minute and a half? I'm across the map. And you just fucking vroom! <laughs> Shit yourself. Yeah, it's it gets intense. So, what I love about this is how to start an event. So, you are always on the Paradise map, mm-hmm. right? So, how to start a, an event, it's really simple. At every single intersection, there's an event. So you just stop in the middle of the intersection, hold both trigger, triggers, triggles, triggles, triggers, so you do a burnout. So like you... You have to burn out in order to yeah, get Yeah, you to... have to burn out your tires to start the event. That's kind of awesome. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> so with that, there are three types of vehicles in this game. Mm-hmm. I think there's technically like five or six with DLCs, but in the base game, there are three 
boost types of vehicles. Okay. There is the speed type, which can uh, the boost can only be used when the boost bar is full mm -hmm. and must be used in its fullest to activate a possible quote-unquote burnout that refi uh, refills either part or all of your boost. Refillers. Refillers. So if you're using all of the boost and it hits the end, mm -hmm. it'll like come up with burnout. And the boost will get filled, like, part of the way so you can use it sooner again. Okay. But if you're, like, driving oncoming traffic and getting, you know, near misses, just view, 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 it'll help build that up. So when you get that burnout, you could just immediately keep going with that burnout and just keep going as long as you keep doing that. Okay. So you can go real fucking fast. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and cool thing about this one is the boost color is yellow each vehicle has its own boost color mm -hmm. yeah so the next type is aggression which can be used as long as you have boost in the boost bar mm -hmm. and uh you can get more boost which includes up to two times or three times your normal bar length okay by taking down other drivers so these are the cars you use in uh, Marked Man and Road Rage. Mm -hmm. As long as you're taking down other vehicles and you aren't getting taken down, your boost is going to just be up. Nice. Yeah, so you're going to be able to hit harder and get to that person that's in front of you faster. Yay. And these... Smashy smashies. Exactly. <laughs> these <laughs> burn red because aggression, urgh, angry. Me. <laughs> it's Nikki. It's always Nikki. Rage and aggression forever. <laughs> angry. Angry. Per permanently angry. Yes. <laughs> These are my favorite types of vehicles, by the way. Uh, finally. Permanently angry. Yes. Permanently <laughs> angry vehicles. So finally is the stunt, which is refilled by doing dangerous stunts like jumping or driving in oncoming traffic or doing near misses or barrel rolls and shit like that. I didn't know jumping was such a dangerous stunt. In a vehicle? I mean, yeah. Okay. Going off of a ramp? Eh, it's questionable at best. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's dangerous enough for this game. It's questionable at best. Yeah. So, um, this boost color is green. Okay. It's got the prettiest color, but I never drive a stunt vehicle, so. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's whatever. And these are normallyer, uh, normallyer, the flashier of the types of vehicles. So think of, like, a Chevy Bel Air. Oh. There aren't actually, like, real car brands. Mm -hmm. They're just based off of car brands. Okay. So this vehicle looks like one of those old low riders. Like, there's, I mean, there's a shit ton of cars. But, like, so, some of the, or the stunt vehicles are the more flashy of the types of vehicles. Aggression are the rugged trucks, muscle cars, big-ass vans. And then the speed cars are, like, your race cars, Lamborghinis, you know, sports cars, shit like that. Snakes, Tylers, small toddlers who decide to get away from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how to get vehicles. This is, of course, major important part of the game. Mm -hmm. After every couple of wins, I don't know, like, how it's designated, uh, a new car spawns in the open world version, not in any event, and it just drives around. And you must, quote unquote, shut it down. In order to shut add it, it to down. your yeah, shut it down. In order to add it to your collection, which in my opinion is a great way to get cars 
like for a racing game. I mean, okay, I think it's funny that you have to essentially destroy it in order to own it. Yeah. But it's like, can you imagine if that worked in the real world? It's like, if I destroy your car, can I have it? Yeah. And it sucks because then you'd have to spend the extra money to fix it. Yeah. (laughs) The best part is when you're driving or when you destroy a vehicle and go to get it, it looks exactly how you destroyed it. So if you push it literally into a wall and two of its like wheels pops off. That's how you get it. I mean, you get, like, the all four wheels when you choose it again. But when it's, like, in the screen, not fixed or anything, its wheel is off, and you're like, oh, I fucked that car up. Whoops. (laughs) It's like, whoops. (laughs) Whoopsie doodle. (laughs) Whoopsie doodle. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, in the base game, Mm -hmm. there are a total of 76 cars to unlock. That's a lot of cars. Yeah, so get unlocking. It will say when you're in the menu, it'll say, like, how many ever cars you have out of 75. Mm -hmm. But you have to get an achievement or a trophy, whichever system you're on, in order to get that uh, 76th car. I don't know how you do it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) So. That's so many. Yeah. With that, there are... Four different types of drive-throughs that you will encounter in the game. The first is a gas station. There's, these are dotted all throughout the map. They're just gas stations. Yeah. So when you drive through this, these will fill your boost completely. Mm. So you, if you're driving through it in one of the speed cars and your boost isn't up all the way, you drive through it, you got boost. Nice. If you're driving through as an aggression vehicle, boost full. Nice. Yeah, so it's these are great, especially if you're like, I'm a little bit behind or I can't catch these guys. I'm a boost. little bitty behind. I'm a little bitty behind. <laughs> Next <laughs> is the body shop, which allows you to repair your car. Mm-hmm. And uh, these repair your cars when you get the uh, when you get a new one. So okay. you have to drive this mangled wreck to a body shop that's <sighs> nearby. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. You don't have to pay anything, by the way. It's awesome because it got destroyed in the first place. And there's no currency in the game. I'm just saying that. I you mean, just... that makes it easier, I yes. guess. Yes. So you just drive drive through it and you get repaired and it's nice and new and it's perfect. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, these are also extremely important in Marked Man and Road Rage. Okay. Because as you're getting, you know, wrecked, if you're getting wrecked by other vehicles. Get riggedy wrecked. Get riggedy wrecked. Uh, you're eventually going to pop up with critical damage, get taken down one more time, and the event ends. If you drive through, drive through, it replenishes all of those takedowns so you can get taken down a few more times. Okay. I will say you will have be- have to have critical damage or, like, taken get taken down a few times to get those replenished. You won't, like, these won't add to how many times you can get taken down if you've never been taken down. Okay. Yeah, so make sure you, if you see one and you've been taken down like a few once or twice or, you know, as many ever times, drive through it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. But if you haven't been taken down, just drive past it. Just, you know? <laughs> yeah, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Next is the paint shops. And these, I don't think you can use them in events Mm -hmm. uh, but these just change the color and decals of your car into a random combination of the two choices each car has like i think up to three uh different like decals that you get Mm -hmm. and it just like body wrap 
I mean, and, good enough. Yeah, color scheme <laughs> that it goes with. So there's slight color, like customization, but not really. After you drive through the paint shop with the vehicle, you will get a chance to like when you go back to where you select your vehicles. Mm -hmm. That's uh, you can choose through all the different types of decals and colors. So you won't get to immediately, but once you drive through the paint shop, then you will. Ooh. Yeah. So finally, we have the junkyards. Okay. Which there are about five, I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I'm quoting you. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> this is where you change your vehicle. Oh. The junkyard. When you take down a vehicle that, like, when you shut down a new vehicle to get, mm -hmm. you go there, you go to the junkyard, and this is where you collect your new car. Ooh. So these are kind of your home bases. You go there, select your vehicle. Nice. I love how it's junkyards. Yes. That it just makes me so happy that that's it. You know. I've <laughs> done those once or twice. Yeah. Actually, quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so, before like continuing and telling you about collectibles, I gotta tell you this game, I in my opinion has the best DLC out of any game. Oh. One of the major, well, the like biggest DLC that you got. Mm hmm is called Big Surf Island. It adds an attachment onto Paradise City that you go across the bridge and it's a whole new island with all collectibles, cars, races, events, all that shit. Oh. So it's just adds a whole new area for you to drive in. Uh, there's also uh, the cop one where if you get this DLC, uh -huh. it's literally every single car in the game but police version. Oh, nice. And yes, you can use the sirens. Yes. Yeah, so something I was doing in my, like, most recent playthrough is I used the cop. So I drove the normal cars as I was doing events and stuff, but when I had to shut down a car, I found that exact same car in the cop version mm -hmm. and then chased it around the map with, like, lights. So, I was just, <laughs> you know, it was stupid, but it made, it was fun. For, it was a fun little thing. It, it Made Tyler happy in a way that only little boys get happy. Exactly. <laughs> so, and another one, uh, which I actually have a hilarious story with this. I actually have a pretty funny story with the uh, police one. Back in, back in the old days of Xbox Live on 360, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm driving. You made us sound so old. Yeah, I know. But I was, you know, I had the police thing, the police DLC. So I was just driving around online because mm -hmm. this game did have on the original online and in the remaster still has it. Mm -hmm. But I was just driving around in what is called the Oval Champ, which is a uh, looks like a NASCAR, mm -hmm. but police version. Ooh. So this dude's just kind of chilling at an intersection. He's just sitting there. So I pull up next to him and he turns his camera sideways and goes, okay, I'm just chilling. And all of a sudden a police NASCAR shows up next to me. Mm -hmm. That's fucking, I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the next DLC which I love, is toy cars. So they're much smaller oh, versions I've seen those. of the actual cars. And I think there's like maybe 10 total. They're so little. And they just sound like me. <laughs> and one of the stunt cars that kind of reminds me of the Chevy Bel Air, there's the toy version of it. And it's got a huge windshield that kind of looks like a big eye going like, huh? You know? Aww. And there was somebody in an online lobby driving mm. the normal version. Well, there was about four of us with the toy DLC, and we all chose that car and just started following them around going, Daddy, Daddy, <laughs> and you can, like, honk the horn, and it was like, meep, 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 
<laughs> and he's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> no, you're dead. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was stupid, but it was... <laughs> Daddy, why do you hate us? And we're like going full speed down the highway and he's just, get away. And we're just, nee. <laughs> So it was, oh, that is, yeah. Funny. And one DLC that you can get is like legend cars. Mm-hmm. And two of the legendary cars, one is the Ghostbusters vehicle. Okay. And the other one is the DeLorean. Ooh. And yes, you can hover. You can turn it into hover mode and the wheels like collapse and you're hovering. That's awesome. And you just. And when you use the boost, Mm -hmm. two lines that look like tire marks, like in the movie Back to the Future, appear behind it. So it's got the tire marks. Yeah. Kind of thing. Exactly. So that's always behind you. If you guys have seen Back to the Future, that sound would make sense. Did you just say Black to the Future? I said Back to the Future. Okay. It sounded like you said <laughs> I stuttered. Okay. So, <laughs> continuing on, there are three major collectibles to get in the game. Mm-hmm. And by get, I mean, like, smash through them. But <laughs> once you get all of them, uh, I believe you get a vehicle for each type of collectible. First is billboards. All you got to do is jump through these to break them. There are 120 in the base game. So, you just, they're big, flashing red billboards that I believe say Burnout Paradise on them. You smash through them, you collect it, right? Yes. Next time you drive past that area, you will see the billboard back up, but it has, like, a cardboard, like, there's a hole filled with cardboard in the middle of it, so you know you got that one. Yes. Next is what's called Smash Gates. You will find these as chain link fences with yellow signs and yellow lights flashing, and uh, they're often, or they are always off of, like, the main road. And they are what kind of give you shortcuts to be used in races and stuff. So these show you, hey, if I go through there, it'll it'll let me get to the, like, you know, around this bend, but I'm just going straight through it. Oh, okay. So these kind of help you with shortcuts. So it's not just, oh, I have to go smash through all of these. These actually help. There are 400 in the base game. So... Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> so many. And finally, there are super jumps. Which, super jump. Super jump, which exactly as it sounds, big jumps. Yay. <laughs> Usually indicated by flashing blue lights. And there are 50 total to jump. Yay. Yay. So, uh, let's see. Up next is the time trials, which, well, they're not exactly called time trials. This is considered another event, but... I don't really consider it that. Uh, something cool that I think that they that the creators of the game did is that on literally every street, there is a time trial called Road Rules. So, yeah, you have to start at the start of the road, so where there's it no longer goes straight, so at the end intersection, and you have to drive the entire length of that road in under the time oh. to beat the road rule. That's so many. Yeah. But, I mean, you it'll happen just as you're driving through Paradise City. So, most of them you won't have to worry about. There will be a few where you're just like, oh, where is this one? And you just, like, you'll drive it, you'll see the timer and be like, oh, fuck, here it is. Let's go. <laughs> I found you. Exactly. So, uh, some are like, how do you get it in this time? And then you unlock a f- extremely fast car and you're like, that's how I do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as I've discussed, there are the possible late possible eight locations Mm -hmm. that races will send you to 
They are all in relation to the compass rows. So in the very north, there is the country club. And going clock, clockwise to the east and then back west. Clockwise. Clockwise. <laughs> it's the Coast Guard HQ, Waterfront Plaza, Baseball Stadium, Naval Yard, the Ranch, Wind Farm, and finally Observatory. So it's literally the compass rows. Oh, okay. So it's north, northeast, east, southeast, you know, that sort of thing. And therefore, going forward. Yeah. So, and they are on the very, like, the most extreme part, like, length on that map. Okay. So it's not like, oh, it's just randomly in the middle that's kind of southeast, you know? Yeah. No, it's literally the southeast point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I've restarted this game, like, seven times total. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I had, when I, me and my brother first got the Xbox 360, we didn't have online. So I had my own profile. I played it through whatever I got semi-far. Then we got Xbox Live, so we got a new profile, mm-hmm. which means we had to, had to restart the game, which I loved this game, still do. So I, you know, started it again. You were like, yeah, whatever, it's yeah, fine. played through. Then our Xbox got the Red Ring of Death. Oh, yeah. So we found out that this game did not have cloud save. Oh, no. So when we got the new Xbox 360... It, we needed to restart it again. Oh, no. And then my brother got a... Or, yeah, my brother got a new Xbox. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the, like, save didn't stay on mine. Mm-hmm. It went to his. I think we switched, like, the hard drives or something. Okay. So I had to restart again. Oh. So I did. Got further. And then we got the Xbox One, which made remaster. I've restarted it. That was the last time, and I'm still on that game. Yeah. It's the farthest I've ever been. I really don't want to restart it because it's going to hurt my entire fucking soul. I have 63 cars. <laughs> I have 41 wins. I can just imagine. Yeah, I have 41 wins until I get the Elite License, mm-hmm. and that's all of the... That's it. I'm done. Okay. So, like, and then Fuck I have to... Hell. Then I have to get all the collectibles, but I've got, like, 306 out of 400 smashes. So now you know how much Tyler has invested into this game. I don't I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I will, <laughs> but I don't want to. He he just wants to be over with it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'll still play it, but fuck. <laughs> so, as I've mentioned, the remaster came out. I think it came out on all of the like PS4, Xbox 360 and PC or Xbox 1. I, I would be able to tell you. I know for a fact it's on the Xbox 1. It's on the don't, Switch. It is on the Switch? I've seen it on the so Switch. So it's probably on the PlayStation 4 as well. Oh, most likely. Yeah, but if it's not, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Yeah. It, okay, it wouldn't be on the Switch. Yeah, true, exactly. If it wasn't on the PS4. Four. Yeah, that's true. So uh, the remaster, pretty simple. It updated the graphics and the sounds mm-hmm. of the game. And also if you get the remaster, it gives you literally every single DLC. So you don't have to buy them. And this game is... The remaster is cheaper than the, like, original game plus the DLC. Oh, really? It's like 40 bucks, I think. Huh. But I believe it's also, if you have Xbox and you have EA Play, I think it's on there. I could be wrong. Eh. I probably am. But again, it's pretty fucking cheap, so. That's not bad. Yeah. And I think I only bought it for five bucks, honestly. <laughs> so it was on sale or something. Knowing so. you, probably. Yeah, I was just like... You know what? I could play this game again. <laughs> so, yeah. And 
while I was looking up a few of the things with this game, in the Google search, you know how they have those little blocks with drop-down menus that it's like, some all possible suggestions. Randomly, what popped up was, what is the point of Burnout Paradise? <laughs> and I was like, what? You're telling me that. What you... And I was like, what do you mean, what is the point? Yeah. I didn't click on it, so I don't know. <laughs> But I assume... Feel free to Google it. Yeah, what I assume, here's my assumption of what is the point of Burnout Paradise, to drive around an island and just crash vehicles. And I mean, go yeah. go fast, gotta go fast. I mean, it's pretty much what, like, It's an arcade driving game, there is no yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest, there were, like... I used to babysit this one kid whose parent allowed them to play GTA, but the only thing the kid wanted to do was drive around and smash the cars. Yeah. It's not that much different. The only difference is this is a lot less violent. Yeah, <laughs> a lot it's less just, uh, it's verbally just, terrible. <laughs> it's just video. It's just cars. That's all it is. There's yeah. no people. And it should be that way. No blood. It's just cars crunching. Yeah. That's it. I think we crashed a plane like 15 times. In GTA? That, oh, yeah. That makes sense. It was hard. I will say one of the DLCs added motorcycles in this game. Nice. Yeah, and there are riders on there, but if you wreck, you don't see the person like falling off. They, it either just like... Cuts back to you being on, like able to drive, or it just shows the bike sliding across the ground. Like that's it. So, uh, yeah. The point of Burnout Paradise is just to have fun. It's fun. Yeah. So, overall, I've you know I've restarted it seven times. <laughs> so it's a, it's obviously a good game. It doesn't deter me from restarting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I need to explain it, but it does have an amazing soundtrack. It's got Guns N' Roses, Seether, Avril Lavigne, which was weird. It has girl, <laughs> it has Girlfriend on there by Avril Lavigne. I can't even stand that song. In a, in a car game that you smash other cars. So hey, just, hey, you, you, I don't like your... Yeah, that's literally, and I'm like, this game, this song doesn't fit, but I'm for it. So, I honestly, I want to give it a 10 out of 10. Okie dokie. Which is a lot better than last week. 100% better than last yeah, week. Yeah, so... 10 out of 10, I gotta say. It's a fun game. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. The controls will seem kind of like, oh, this doesn't feel like a driving game. It's because it's an arcade driving game, so. That makes sense. Yeah. Okie dokie. Wrapping up? We're wrapping up. Okay, you can follow our social media at Instagram. At Page and Buttons Podcast. Twitter. At Turn and Mash Pod. Facebook. Page Turners and Button Mashers Podcast. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Facebook. Facebook. Uh, you can email us. Page and buttons podcast at gmail.com. Please send us your stories. Or recommendations. We'd very much like to do a listener's episode at one point so I can have a mental break. <sighs> yeah. Um, what else do we have a merch store? We do. And it's on <laughs> Tee Public. Uh, right now they have a crazy sale for pretty much the entire holiday season. They, uh, I will say they always have a sale like every two weeks. It's like. Yeah. And it's like 35% off. Yeah, every of, time. Yeah, so. all of the things. Um, so if you miss it this time, there's probably a sale going on. Back. Like, yeah, there's always a sale. <laughs> Happy New Year. Here's the sale. Happy Thanksgiving. Here's the sale. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah, and or Kwanzaa. Here's the sale. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Here's the sale. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Here's the sale. Yeah. Mardi and Gras sale. I will say, T Public, the quality of their stuff is good. Super nice. Yeah. It's super nice. And it does help us a little bit if you do buy stuff. Absolutely. So if you don't want to become a patron and 
in which patreon.com forward slash page and buttons podcast. Nice segue. If you didn't want to become a patron, supporting us via the merch is great. Buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash page and buttons. Of course, we'll have these all in our link tree. Which you can thing. find in the show notes or either of our social media accounts. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, uh, any of those will really help us keep going. Um, also, don't forget to rate and review. Please. If, it helps us get out there. Yeah. If And if you have a friend that you think would enjoy this, send them an episode. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your mother. Tell your grandmother. Probably not your grandmother. Tell your grandmother. <laughs> and I like I how he said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't tell your children unless they're of age. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> this is definitely not meant for kids under the age of like 16. Let's be serious. True. True. <laughs> when did you start swearing? Sorry, segue. When did, when did you start swearing? I don't know. It just happened. I think it was around the time that my mother loved her so much. She just randomly threw a pile of clean clothes at me and said, here you go, bitch. <laughs> so I think like I started 15, with, 16. I started with damn at 13. I definitely said fuck, like, as my first swear word. I was uh, just like, ah, fuck. Shit. shit was me. Yeah. Shit was me. <laughs> shit was me. Shit was me. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, so unless your teens are swearing, they should not be listening. Yeah. Or if they listen to swearing and don't repeat it, then by all means. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I guess with that. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Keep on turning those pages, guys. And, and mashing those buttons. Uh, bye. I didn't get to steal at that time. Ha ha ha! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>